Welcome to Creative Outcomes. This is a podcast about homeschooling, unschooling, alternative ed, and most importantly, soul self-directed learning. And today I'm with my friend Judith Hurst, and we are going to talk about how to foster your child's psychic abilities. And you're probably like, wait, what? What does that have to do with anything? Yes, it's completely off the charts, but... um, I know for myself, I believe in mind, body, spirit, and I also um, believe we are all uh, gods, even when you were born, nothing to be filled, you're already full, and it's just coming to recognize that we all have the abilities, capabilities, and how we can as parents, teachers, etc., foster that in children. So, um, yeah, I don't know, Judith... How should we start this? Like, I have many stories. Yeah, where do we begin? Um, I love how you segued into that from our previous conversations, which the listeners aren't privy to. But um, you and I have explored often this idea of children are already 100% connected to the oneness. Mm -hmm. And it's only the conditioned mind that doesn't Mm. see that. So children, of course, are completely unconditioned. They are literally tabula rasa. They are clean slates and they will accept anything into their consciousness, anything, including a parent's story who says you're crap and you're stupid and you're worthless. Mm. The clean slate will go, oh, okay. And in it goes into the consciousness. Into the consciousness. And that child will go, okay, so I'm useless. Wow, that's really powerful, Judith, that you went there. Yeah, because that clean slate is just waiting for information to go in. Correct. And so it will accept any story it's given. Yeah, and I think, you know, and we've talked about this before, the brain is a computer. Okay, Mm -hmm. we have the mind right? The, the conscious mind, and then we have the brain. <laughs> and the brain is just a computer. Just and, a computer. Yeah. And Absolutely. it will take in, you know, even my husband and I have this discussion, and, and they've done many studies about it, that it easily will grab the negative prior to the positive. And mm-hmm. so I think when, um, you know, in this idea of how to foster a child's psychic abilities, that I would say the best advice is not to hinder it. If they say mm-hmm. they see something, if they're having communications, you know, like, of course, we always go to, well, that's their imaginary friend. Well, could be a little more than that. <laughs> um, but I want and, to, sorry, yeah, but, you said the magic word there, imagination. Mm-hmm. And I think when we start to understand that it's all imagination, mm-hmm. our entire existence is imagined yeah so i like start to let go of the pejorative of imagination and we start embracing that yes imagine it's it's all imagination correct and i i um uh, a friend of mine who um 
has written many books, she always talks about the ION. So if we think of imagination, right? Imagine at the ION level, right? It takes us into a deeper meaning, right? We have this ability to imagine, to create, mm -hmm. right? And perceive, but at the ION level, right? Mm. At the cellular level. Yeah. Um, from, it could be from past lives, from memories, from timelines. I mean, who knows where it comes from, or it could just be true, true connection. You know, you and I have always shared this, um, our experiences, your near-death experiences, mine were through dreams and visions that are the unexplainable. It wasn't just a dream. Like even when my father passed, to connect with him, to hear him in my ear. And mm -hmm. he says, I said, just, just, can you just talk to me or show up? I, I just miss you. And, and there he is in my ear. I'm right here, Tracy. <gasps> I sit up in bed and I shake my husband and I said, he's here. Oh, I'm getting you know? chills. Because that's, that is the reality. Yes. That is what is true. It is not made up. Our brains didn't make it up. And But let's be clear about what we mean when we say making things up. Because we tend to think the words we make things up. We immediately jump to we, parentheses, people, mm -hmm. make things up parentheses, just imagination, therefore mm. not, not real, true. Yeah, not, not true. true. Yeah, correct. But when we go back to the absolute starting point of nothingness, of no thingness, mm -hmm. which is what we ultimately are, we come from a place of no thing, ergo, pure potential mm, love it it's no thing until we imagine it connecting the potential back to the ion right that electricity mm -hmm. that mm, energy mm -hmm. that we are all made of yeah that we're all connected to yeah because right. it's one yeah that's correct because it, it's one it, it's only one moment across all time space yes so yes. that took in the 3d mm -hmm. sense a long time haha ha, for me to really understand this notion of one moment until i actually had the experience and everything was now it, it's that so kind of tears me up words. a little bit it, it is, and we always talk about this. Um, yeah. But words are all we have as 3D human beings, so all we can do is try to bump up as close as we can to it. Yes. And if we read any of the, the great sages' works, they're ultimately just in words, which isn't quite it. So I would and love to encourage everyone to just explore that feeling of mm -hmm. what Stephen Colbert used to call truthiness, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. But it's, it's a great word because truth with a capital T 
can't be put into words. Correct. So it can only be put into lowercase t, truth or truthiness. <laughs> and yes. that's, that's as close as possible. But in terms of education and supporting young learners from a parent's perspective, it's such a great reminder to see them, as you've often said, as little gods, mm-hmm. which is what they are. They are a piece of God. And, and if and I can... the word is difficult for people because it yeah. very often triggers some kind of religious context. And it did for me for many, many years because I had zero religious belief or affiliation or, or anything. But I've come to understand that if, if that word is a word that works for someone and translates as the all, the oneness, the universe, energy. Yeah. You know, put in whichever word works for you. It's going to be in a different language. But consider the clean slate. And I love that. Yes. And and if I can just, um, just, just intervene for a second. And Mm -hmm. and I, and I hope I always can convey this experience with, um, our listeners, you know, and, and even in, in like, I write about this in my book, but I don't think even it expresses my own personal experience, whether it's with my own children, especially when they were young, um, or other children, or I love like, you know, my special needs students, what people would say is, you know, the severely disabled, you know, I, when I'm in front of them, I am clear that it's like I'm a participant. So it's like they're there. I step back and I literally just feel, um, experience that I am a participant. I am an audience member that they have the reins and whatever it is they're trying to convey, express is coming from their soul mm-hmm. yes you know and that it's such a special place and I think I think that's what's always been different like even if I found myself getting in my head I would say oh wait a second you know like just let them let them be let them do mm-hmm. and and it's not even has to do anything with unschooling this is as a teacher and you know, I taught special needs preschool and to allow children to just express themselves as full divinity Yes, is just creates this. And I don't know why, isn't this funny? Because I'm here having this conversation with you and I go, yeah, why is it so easy for me to do with kids but then you know life happens and you're with your husband and right our egos connect and you're like that's gone but sorry that was just my little joke about that but it's funny how really important point though thank you tracy that's really good because we we tend as educators we we tend to put things in lovely lego boxes look what i made with my lego i made this box um and it doesn't work that way because you know, 
Parker Palmer's work, um, The Courage to Teach, is such a beautiful book because it talks about how it's, it's soul work. It's not then the child behaves this way that we learnt in school as in teacher school. It's like, no, then you get in the classroom and you bring with you the husband issue or the next door neighbour issue or the cat issue or the what... It all comes part and parcel of our experience because mm -hmm. we're souls. We're not isolated beings in cling film that when we get to the classroom, then we are a different soul. We're all one being. And if we come from home where we've just had a amazing laugh with our husband or wife or whomever and that joy is so expansive we're going to have one experience in the classroom and if we've had the opposite we're going to have a different experience so I think yeah. it's super important not to negate not to try to say I am in the classroom and that is when I am a teacher or when I'm in a classroom that is when I am learning right our energy field expands many, many city blocks. So perfect, because you use the word learning, not the student learning. And so that's where that was the thing in my head is what am I learning? And so when I have a student or a child or a special needs kid, right, who cannot communicate and I, what are you going to show me today? You know, it's not about what am I here to teach you, mm -mm. but what are you, what are you going to show me today? Like, wow, mm -hmm. because that's where I think is the role reversal, mm -hmm. right? It isn't just this theory of I'm going to allow you, you're free to explore. No, no, no. It's like, Ooh, right. Like, wow, you, you're, you don't have a lot of conditional thoughts yet, which they eventually will. As mm -hmm. they grow up within this society, because they are here. But what are you going to show me today? Like, because I just know it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. And if you need my help, I'll, I'll be there. And, you know, I when love it that so much, yeah. we could take it even further and say, not what are you going to show me, but what will spirit reveal? Mm. Nice. To us. Yeah, yeah, to us. You know, yeah. interaction. And then it takes it to a, a, an even more profound level, I think. Well, more profound, less profound. It's all sacred. It's mm -hmm. all, you know, I'm excited to see the evolution eventually of all of these systems breaking down and educational ones, especially, because I think that's where so much damage is done. Agreed. Whereas children identify, well, you and I both know about the education system being so punitive. Um, and we're certainly a long, long way from that mm -hmm. being just, oh, we don't need school. But anymore. not even this. I, and I will share um, not to, again, I don't want to make what's right or wrong, but, you know, there are schools um, that are spiritual schools that say, well, we're going to teach you how to use your psychic abilities. Well, I would say, you already have them. Let's play. Yeah. Right? And, 
And I think there's a difference because again, it's like saying, oh, you don't have them and I need to show you. Mm. Again, that's, you already have it. Yeah. That's a, a, such a great point because it's exactly how all learning happens. Yeah. You don't say to a child, you know, today I'm going to show you how to crawl. Right. You know, the baby looks at you and goes, uh, yeah, I'm crawling. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I got it. Okay. Yeah. And then you don't say tomorrow we're going to learn walking. It's a natural unfoldment of, yeah. of grace, ultimately. Mm-hmm. The whole of our lives is that progression and expansion of grace. So I'm so happy that we're shifting from this sage on the stage model mm-hmm. of nice. I'm the teacher and I'm going to show you and teach you to the other way around to eventually just everything unfolding. And we won't have words like special needs children. Mm-hmm. All of those words like, ah, trigger 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 um that's what i love about the this whole transgender identification because mm. for me and i have heard people you know th- their thoughts about him but for me spiritually is it's an opportunity to accept somebody as they are exactly yes just yes. i'm gonna show up like this like, okay yeah you know are we willing to do that yeah, exactly. It's such, I mean, and even things like the, the only TV show I think I've ever watched on Netflix, or I don't know, I don't know, but it's on Netflix and it's a show called Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, at first I thought, oh, I'll just watch some bubblegum. Um, and then I realized, oh, this is such a beautiful thing. That Love exists. it, yeah how many people who are being exposed to this completely different way of thinking. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And the networks are doing things like this and we can look at different shapes and sizes of love. And um, if we can, let's, um, if we can offer a parent just maybe a few bullet points, uh I would say some advice here. I, I think the most important thing the first thing I would say is be open yes uh allow allow, beautiful allow that's a very just be in that be in that space allow Mm -hmm. if that space like if you could feel allow there's different and um it's not a right and wrong so don't judge and even allow and let it unfold um Mm -hmm. so like when my son's you know speaking to my dead father and Mm -hmm. having knock knock jokes and I can't hear the other response and he's laughing hysterically and I'm like who are you talking to and he goes judgy he's right there can't you see him and of course I'm trying to drive and not burst into tears and I'm like no and and I think if we just to me like we could miss out on so many beautiful experiences. Mm. And so just allow, let it unfold and embrace. It's so perfect, isn't it? And allow is a word, and I want to rewind a little bit, because allow often gets misinterpreted as, oh, so just allow my kids to play with knives. Right, right, right. And so I want to make sure that I clarify I'm not condoning allowing (laughs) anything. Oh, here's a... 
here's a, you know, here's a sharp knife, go play. No, but the allowing of their soul to express itself without Lovely. judgment. Yeah. So Perfect. if they do see fairies or unicorns yep. or and having conversations they, and their truth is whatever we just allow that with no judgment which is what i meant by allow yeah um we are winding down here to yeah. the last few minutes judith any books now i want to tell people like um uh, any books you could think of what is the one it's not the secret it was about the little girls and they went into the forest in England and it had to do with Houdini. I remember that when I was little and they were talking to the fairies and I always thought, Oh, that's one of my favorite, even the Harry Potter. I truly believe in the connection. I know Harry Potter can go dark sometime, but I think it's believing in the magic. Are you asking books for children or books for adults? Because in terms of, awakening i think um my favorite would have to be um lester levinson's book um happiness is free and easier mm. than you think oh beautiful and lester levinson just reading his story and it's an easy to read book. It's not a heavy tome of educational or psychological anything. Right. Um, it's such a light and joyful and accessible read. It, um, I want to highly, highly recommend it to everyone. Um, happiness is free and it's easier than you think. Uh, by Lester Levinson. And history, um, I'll mention just briefly, he was... Um, about to die, he, a very wealthy man, um, very, very wealthy man, riddled with disease until his physician finally said, game over. Mm -hmm. You are literally about to die. He had every disease, every issue you could imagine. And they said, you could literally take a couple of steps and that would be it. And he went home and at first he was terrified. And then when the terror settled, he said, okay, if I'm going to die, I will at least work out why I have never been happy. I have all this money and I've never been happy. And so he set to work digging deep to let go of stuff. And he literally cured himself 100%, had a spiritual awakening, has, I mean, I it's it. so beautiful. So uh, Lester Levinson is his name. And um, his work is on the internet and you can find his books and et cetera, et cetera. Um, so nice. yes, wanted to put that in there. I love it. Um, yeah. And if you guys have any questions for us, please reach out. We're happy to work with you as uh, consultants, as friends. Yeah, I was going to say friends. <laughs> <laughs> consultants sound so yeah. serious. I'm happy know, to talk so to serious. anyone. Um, and I'm so glad Judith and I are back on air. Um, and, and next week I have Carl coming back to talk about how he unschooled the school or not. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, please reach out. Uh, check out my website, tracyberker.com. If you want to get a hold of Judith, it's Judith 
Hurst, H-U-R-S-T.com, correct? Yeah. And um, yeah, I look forward to our new discussions. We're kind of getting more to the spiritual stuff, and I hope that's okay with you. And we're having fun with it. And hopefully, um, yeah, if you have any questions and you would like us as a topic too, you want us to talk about, uh, please send that, uh, you know, our way through the website. We'd happy to um, share our experiences and hopefully um, help you through any obstacles you might be experiencing. So uh, thank you. Have a good week. And I'll see you guys next week. Take care. Thanks, Tracy. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Creative Outcomes Podcast. And if you'd like to learn more, go to my website at tracybrooker.com.